Hello and welcome to a podcast of things we did on the radio. Took some news stories in there, stirred it around. I mean, we didn't do loads about holiday makers. You know that they've had to travel overnight to make the Channel Crossing. And it is worrying, isn't it, I suppose? Because at the moment it's so difficult to try and get from Dover to Calais that if you eventually give up, turn back, Pretty Patel will find you and send you to Rwanda. So it's a risk, high-risk strategy. Uh, but that's not what we got to cover much in today's show. It, it, it's what we did. Basically, we did a show. It sounded like this. Well, let's see what we're doing on the show this afternoon. I know the big story over the weekend was probably all about um, Christine McGuinness and Paddy McGuinness splitting up. But I'm not even... Sh- Do you reckon they are? It just feels like maybe they were just selling their stories to the papers or something. It's been in the papers for weeks about, oh, they've got trouble in the relationship. Where is he? And if they are splitting up, where is he going to find loads of attractive single women? What's that? Still got all the contacts for Take Me Out? He'll be right then, Wendy. Uh, elsewhere on the show, well, we might get Larry doing entertainment news. You never know. Travel news, but not that travel... Yeah, that travel news, but also other travel news about travel. We'll do you a cost of living crisis update so we can all feel bad about things and celebrating breakfast. Ah, feels like we've got a show, so we might as well crack on. Well, welcome along. Did you have an okay weekend? We've not really sat around and chit-chatted on mundane questions like that for a while, have we? How was your weekend? Was it all right? You can tweet at time1075 underscore FM. In fact, on Twitter, I was looking over the weekend and... There was the, the huge queues down to try and get into France, which is one of the main reasons I don't try and go. But. And then there was a thing in the newspaper that said fuel price protest. Was this Saturday? There was a fuel price, pro- on top of all the other things. Fuel price protest to slow traffic to a crawl today on busiest summer getaway in years was the headline. And I did think we could start running a new feature, which is what's bringing a motorway to a standstill today? We could do that as a quiz, couldn't we? Get a contestant on... So, right, okay, your final answer. What's bringing the motorways to a standstill today? You could have said heat. You could have said Extinction Rebellion. Could have had Brexit. Could have had petrol queues. You could have gone for airport queues. Or you could have gone for snow. Let's have a look. Oh, the answer was fuel price protest. Oh. You could have gone away with the top price, which would have been a litre of petrol. But then again, no show could afford prizes like that, could it? TLC and No Scrubs, of course, they wrote and performed that song back in the age when they were thinking No Scrubs. I don't know what their relationship status is now, but if they're single, probably considering some scrubs. Just how it works, isn't it? <clears throat> anyway, welcome along, I'm Steve. Uh, today we're celebrating breakfast. The meal of breakfast. And the show, it's a great show. But also the meal of breakfast is in the news, because Kellogg's is celebrating... Um, a hundred years in the UK and making six billion boxes of cornflakes. Oof. Do you know how many do you know how many cornflakes that would be? That'd be about three billion boxes worth. No, because there's always they're barely half full, are they? You make a box, by the time it's arrived, it's mainly air in the top, but anyway. Uh, Cornflakes and all bran were first imported from the US and Canada in 1922, then produced in Manchester from 1938 when a box cost five and a half pence. We should put this in the cost of living crisis section. Since 1922, 30 trillion individual cornflakes have been made. A spokesperson said, probably a different spokesperson. Spokesperson said, it's been part of the British breakfast table for generations. We salute you. The beauty that is breakfast. 
Although, isn't it true that Kellogg's made cornflakes, I had to say this delicately on a radio show, but wasn't he trying to... <clears throat> he thought making cornflakes would put people off enjoying themselves too much. And if that is why he invented cornflakes, I can say, you've made lots of cornflakes, but you have not stopped that. <laughs> have, you, have you checked on the internet? There's plenty of that thing happening. Every so often, we like to keep you up to date with cost of living crisis issues. It costs how much? I know, mate. I think I found another story that fits into cost of living crisis. It didn't seem like it when you begin reading it, but a couple won the lottery. 3.6 million on the lottery. They celebrated by buying cat litter, a back scratcher, and a Chinese takeaway. And this bloke called Lee and his wife Helen had almost no food left in the house, and they won, and they went and got some Chinese. And either that just shows how some people aren't massively impacted by a lottery win, but I think maybe what it's saying is, even if you win three million pounds, you can just about afford a Chinese takeaway. I mean, inflation's gone through the roof. What was the other thing they got? Cat litter. It does make you wonder how bad were things before. They say that we've got no food, what are you going to buy? Cat litter. I mean, I know it'll fill you up for a while, but really you shouldn't. So that just goes to show how bad things are in the world of cost of living crisis, uh, which will keep you up to date with our feature. It costs how much? Yes. I'm filing this one under good news. In fact, in general, if you find anything that's a positive news story, I'd like you to send it through to me, emails on air at time1075.net, or track me down on social media at Mr. Stephen Allen. Be a new little feature we're doing. However, this one I think is good news. Well, if, if you're a man. And that's fine because last week we did good news if you're a woman. There's a theatre in London that has more toilets. Did we talk about this? I think we did. It's got more toilets for women than it's got for men. And we talked about this because in the news article it said it's because women take longer in the loo. Time motion studies confirm this. And you think, don't time people's motions. But this week it's good news for men. Exercise boosts brain power in women, but not in men. Professor Judy Parr, she's a professor. Wow, she must be running marathons. Uh, from the University of California says it produces greater thinking speed in women. And you might be thinking, see, this is good news for women, isn't it? Nah. Nope, because now I don't need to bother doing exercise. It's not going to help my brain. Hey, looks like I'm pretty smart, even without all that running. Like this story of a dad who is... Taking, he's got taking legal action after a ham roll gave him a body burps. Serious, serious news. A dad who claims he can't stop blowing off after eating a ham roll in 2017. Oh, uh, has launched a lead legal bid for two hundred thousand um, pounds. First of all, feel sorry for whoever he was stuck with during lockdown. Oh, so this Tyrone guy said the snack sparked a life-changing flatulence. A flatulence which wakes him every night and embarrasses him in public. The floor flooring company boss, oh well at least he cleans up after himself, um, has severe tummy ache within hours of eating a Christmas market uh, and then he was bed bound for five weeks and since then, all the time. It's serious, he's probably even been to the doctors with his wind. Doctor, can you give me something for wind? Yeah, I'll have a kite. Probably, that probably isn't how it happened. But now he's suing because, I mean, this must be detrimental, isn't it? It's all very serious. And no, we're, look, we're not going to make silly jokes about the fact that he breaks wind all the time. Well, we can't anyway, because it's legal, isn't it? Because now he's taken it to court. Must be difficult to be a solicitor or barrister or whatever it is, a lawyer, to try and defend this case. 
I guess what I'm saying is, for the man who breaks wind all the time, I would hate to see the state of his briefs. See, maybe we are doing silly puns. A couple of things we didn't get round to covering. I did see a story about Vladimir Putin. There's a theory that he sent what they've called in the newspapers an energetic body double to turn up to some conference. Because people think he might be really ill and, you know, shuffles around and whatnot. Um, which probably explains why he sits on that end of the table. <clears throat> oh dear, tell you what, something went wrong there. Can we check? Don't pass me any more sushi while I'm doing Vladimir jokes, alright? <clears throat> it might be why he stays on that end of the table. It's a long walk to get to the other end, isn't it? But I, I love the idea of having an energetic body double. Can we get me one of those? I've, I've never heard of anything I need more than that. There you go. Podcast done. Congratulations. You've made it to the end. I'm trying to think what else did we not talk about in the show. Margot Robbie and Delta Goodrum have uh, returned for, for the Neighbours finale because uh, Kylie and Jason are there. Uh, Margot Robbie's a big star. I'd forgotten about Delta Goodrum. I guess it must be difficult to still be famous when it looks like you're named after a COVID variant. So feel sorry for her, but also don't get too close, just in case. You never know if there's a there's a link. Um, we'll do another podcast for the next show that we do. So subscribe to wherever you found this. You could get it sorted out by uh, finding it on iTunes, on uh, what's that called? TuneIn. We're on TuneIn. And you can email me uh, at me at mrstephenallen.co.uk to get me direct. You can tweet me at mrstephenallen and uh, yeah, get you on the show and stuff. Till next time, bye. <laughs>